Hey, welcome back to Real Talk with Nessa. This is my first recording back for the new year, so I know a lot of you have missed me, and I am back. Um, But there's a lot of segments that I want to talk about, several different things, and my next one, don't miss out, is going to be on mental health. Um, But this one, I want to talk about love. Um, And love, I think, is really important because going into... Um, your journey as a youth, as a young adult, or as an adult, um, you need love. You need love. And there's so many different types of love. Um, Love can consist of love for a brother and sister, love for a husband and wife, love for family, love for friends, love for God, love for work. Um, There's so many different ones. But the one I want to talk about today is love for a loved one, whether it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, a husband or wife, um, physical love for someone, an actual human being. Um, so we'll dive right in. So when I say love, it's basically the aspect of love that you love someone. Now I'll ask you, have you ever been in love? Now you might be answering, some might say yes, some might say I'm not sure, some might say hell no. Well, if you're saying I'm not sure and if you're saying no, do you really know? How do you know? You know, I never understood what love was because um, as a young child, when you're being raised in a marriage that is broken, you don't know what love is because the only thing you see is how your parents love. And you assume that's what love is. And then when there's a broken marriage um, and you're raised with a single parent, um, you learn love how it is in that aspect and as the journey goes love is different in every angle um when you see parents that are together that love each other unconditionally he opens the door for her he's very respectable to her he talks to her very gentle vice versa um then you're like okay this is this patient gentle slow type of love Um, But if you're a child and you're raised in a marriage that your parents are arguing and fighting, um, he's very rough at his responses, he doesn't open up the door for her, he yells at the kids, the dog, the cat, whatever, then that's more of a rough, um, not so happy kind of love. Um, And so everybody's raised in a different aspect of our family. And then when you grow up, you sort of look for what love is for you. Um, And that's what I want to talk about today is more on what love is for you. Now, you could have been raised by a single mom that was an addict, an alcoholic, a dad that was an addict or alcoholic, or um, maybe raised by your grandmother because your parents weren't around. Maybe your father passed away. Maybe... Um, you know, someone was in prison, whatever. Um, maybe you never got to know who your actual parents were. That's the kind of um, love I want to talk about. So when you grow up to be an adult, um, which is over 18, you start to learn what love is in a unique way for yourself. Now, You can't go and say, you know, I don't get love like this. I don't get love like that because everybody loves differently. But you can start to form as a young adult what type of love you want. Um, And you don't accept anything less. You have to accept 
that that love that you have in your mind pictured is love. And if you don't get that type of love, then it is not love and it's unacceptable. Um, so you can always go back and see, okay, I was born and raised in a family that never hugged me, never used the words, I love you physically to anybody. And you can look back and say, that wasn't love. And say, when I get older, I want to say I love you all the time. I want to hug. I want to caress, be gentle, um, you know, in different ways and say that's how love is. Um, And I got to say this. When someone used the horrible excuse of, well, I wasn't loved that way. Um, I wasn't shown that way. Um... I wasn't told that way. That to me is a very sad, poor excuse of somebody using an excuse because they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't have the time to. They can really care less um, how to. And um, that is a really sad excuse because it's possible. Um, There's that saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Um, It doesn't really mean You can't physically show somebody how to do something different. It's the actual opposite. It's a figure of speech. You can teach a dog um, new tricks. Uh, You can teach a a dog that's older how to do something differently. Um, You know, I have a dog. He's three years old and he's barely learning how to jump how to lay down and roll. I mean, so if we want to talk about an actual physical dog, even a dog is teachable and dogs are human. So if you can't teach a dog new tricks, an old dog new tricks, then that's because they're stubborn in their ways and they don't want to learn. And it doesn't mean in in, in essential that an old dog um, is an older person because an old dog could be um, a younger person that just doesn't want to learn is unteachable. That doesn't mean that the person um, is an old person. It's just they're unteachable. And there's a lot of people out there like that that just um, don't want to learn, don't want to change, don't want to do anything different because they're lazy. Um, They don't want to change their habits and their ways because it's going to take a lot of work. And they're happy exactly the way they are. You know, um, when it comes to love, you have to really understand that love is an emotion um, and love is an action. Now, you can't say that you love someone and yet ignore them, um, disrespect them, and treat them unkind. Um, That's not love in any form or any way. So if you're going to sit there and you're going to tell somebody, I love you, um, then you have to definitely be 100% truthful and tell them the full, you know, and treat them the full way. So you, you can't say you love someone and not do your part because then talk is cheap. And love is an action. So if you're saying you love someone, do you really What are you doing? Do you think about them throughout the day? Do you send them messages throughout the day? Do you call them to hear their voice throughout the day? Um, Do you buy them something because they're on your mind when you're at the store? 
Um, do you randomly, you know, do things random because that person is constantly on your mind? That's love, real love. Now, there's a difference between the love I'm used to, I'm attached to you, you've grown onto me versus love, I love you, I'm in love with you, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, love. So the love of, you know, the I'm used to you, you've grown on me, I'm just, you know, used to you is very different. That love will go about its day, do whatever it has to. You're the last thing on that list. Um, If they talk to you, fine. If they don't talk to you, that's okay. Um, If they text you, um, you don't respond. If they call you, you're bothering me. Hurry up. What do you want? Um, You know, that is not the real love that I want to talk about. That is just whatever. I'm used to you. I I love you, but I'm not going to show you any action because I really don't love you. Um, You know, growing up, I was always told talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. Listen again. Actions speak louder than words. So you technically don't even have to use the word I love you if you're doing all the footwork. How can a mechanic be good at what he does and skillful with his hands at what he does if he just stands there and says, I'm a good mechanic? His words fly with the wind. How will anybody know if they've never seen it with their own eyes? How would we know that the God we serve, that we love, would be so majestic and magical and crazy cool if he didn't do any miracles on this earth and we just grew up knowing that, oh, there's a God that they call God a guy that they say he does X, Y, Z, but never seen it. How would you believe it? It's the same thing with love. You cannot, cannot, cannot say that you love someone if you physically have not put to action real love. Actions speak louder than words. And I got to talk to the men for a minute. If you have a woman that is complaining and nagging is what you guys call it, complaining and saying, you don't love me right. You're not doing this and that right. You don't pay no attention to me. You don't even hold me at night. You just want to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm going to tell you that you need to open up your ears just like you do when someone's going to pay you money they owe you or get a job that's going to be a good you know, revenue. You need to open up your ears then because... There's a possibility that you can lose that somebody for for good and never have that again. Now, good people come a dime a dozen. There's not many out there. And if you're the guy that says, oh, it doesn't matter if I lose this person. I'm never going to hook up with nobody ever again. Well, fine. Great. But God didn't make us to be alone. God created us to be in a relationship. And in the word of God, everything was good in the beginning in Genesis when he created the heavens and the earth and the light and the water and spread the seas and told it where to stop. And everything at the end of everything was this is good. This is good. This is good. And he stopped and said, this is not good when he made man. 
When he made man, he said, it is not good for man to live alone. So he created Eve from his rib. So that means God created relationships. He created you to be in a relationship with someone. So if you're that person, female or male, saying, I'm not going to be with nobody. I don't need nobody for the rest of my life. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. It's in the word and he made it for a reason. Now, you might be that man saying, I don't need a woman. I'm better off by myself. Well, you know what? You're wrong because men need comfort. Men need someone to comfort them, hug them, hold them. Men need someone to tell them that, hey, you're doing good. I got your back. I'm here for you. Men need someone to go to. They like to act big big and macho, but they need somebody too. And so, you know, you have to be that man and humble yourself. Um, I got to tell you from my personal experiences as a young adult, um, I went through being raised in a broken relationship. My parents got divorced when I was eight years old. So when I was one to eight years old, what I was shown love at the time was my parents arguing, my parents not spending any time together, not going on any dates together. It was always work and church, work and church, work and church. That was it. So the only love that I seen was family gatherings. Um, dad went to work, provided mom stayed at home and took care of us, made sure the house was in order. After eight years old, the kind of love that I saw was you had to have a man to make you feel secure. And it didn't matter who that man was. Um, and if you changed up with one man today and another man tomorrow, that was okay. So I grew up at 13, 14 years old, sexually active already, assuming that love was out there. It was anywhere. Anywhere I opened my legs to, unfortunately. Um, And I felt like I was loved and appreciated when I opened up my legs to a man that I probably didn't know. And that's how I thought love was. So when I became an older teenager, early adult, I assumed that if I opened my legs and didn't say no, that that was me showing what love was. Well, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong because as I grew older, that love that I thought was love because that's what I seen, that's what I thought, that's what I felt, that's what I heard, that's what was around me at the time was actually totally wrong. When you have sex or you're making love or, you know, whatever you guys want to call it, that's an intimate moment. Um, And you're not supposed to feel used and abused and taken advantage of. That's not love. And that's what I felt. And that's what I've always felt. Um, And it's pretty sad because love is supposed to be something special. When it comes to making love and it's an intimate moment, it's intimacy. Um, And when you really research the word intimacy, it's into me, I see. Which means your partner should be totally into you, not themselves. In In other words... They should be into your needs, how you feel, what you got to do versus them. And if your partner is not into you and he's not feeling that intimacy, it's all about him getting his and a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's not love and that's not love making and he's not in love. And it's sad that if you're older or younger, um, you got to recognize what is love. 
and ask yourself, do I want real love? Or do I just want to please him and let him have what he wants and what he needs? And I'm happy with that. Because if that's the case, ladies, then why do you have a vibrator? Why is there some double D batteries next to the bed? Can I get an amen? Now, if you do have one and you're using it without your significant other, then hello, men, there's a problem. You know, it's okay if you want to use it while you're, you know, doing foreplay and you're in a relationship and and that's what you want. Or you're single, you know, and you're struggling to find the right person. We don't want you catching any STDs out there. But if you have one and you prefer that than that, then something's wrong with the picture. Me personally, um, as I've gotten older, your mind changes. Your mind grows in a different way and... Love, if you have sex while you're young, the reason why your parents tell you wait for the right guy, wait till you get married, here's why. Let me tell you from experience. And if you're young, you need to listen. The reason why parents tell you this is because when you're young, you know nothing about sex and love. And the minute you have it, it means nothing. You break You end up broken. You break yourself. As a young lady laying there with a young man that has no idea what he's doing and comes at you and does this wham, bam, thank you, man, because they don't even know how to control themselves because they're so young, you assume that's all it is. And you're like, hmm. And years go by and it's the same thing. And that's all you assume it is. But if you wait for the right person you know, and they start kissing you from head to toe and, you know, heat is rising and you're doing the right things and then it's passionate, then you'll understand what real lovemaking was. But it's kind of like when you watch that movie um, and they're all romantic and you're like, oh, only in the movie, that'll never happen. No, actually it does. It does. And that's how some people really fall in love and they stay in love and it's for real love. It's not fake love where um, behind closed doors, it's something else than the way it is out in public. So that's why you get told when you're young to wait, because it is very important um, to know that, you know what, there is an opportunity out there for me to love and for someone to love me and for me to, um, actually feel what I need to feel as a woman. Um, you don't want to ruin it and feel, um, any type of way that you shouldn't feel. And then that's how you assume it's supposed to be every single time. Cause I went through that. I went through that and, and it's, it's ugly. It's depressing. It's sad. Don't be older and then wonder, now I want real love. Now I want romance. Now I want intimacy. I haven't gotten it the last 20 years of my life. And now I want it. And my partner's telling me all I do is nag and complain. And then they're unhappy because I'm nagging and complaining. And I'm unhappy because I'm not getting my needs met. Don't be that person. You know, as a young adult, I asked my grandma one day. She's 82 years old now. Grandma, did my grandpa ever love you? She says, yes. I said, at a young age in your thirties, you moved to a different bed. Um, what was the reason for that? And she said, because your grandpa didn't let me sleep. You know, he had diabetes. He was up late at night and, you know, he was sexually very, um, a horny man and wouldn't let her sleep either. But I asked her grandma, 
did you ever get to know real love from my grandfather? And she said, no. And I didn't ask her any more questions, but it dawned on me. Wow. You can be 80, 90 years old and you're never going to know what love was, real love was, because it's too late. At 40 years old, 45, at 50, 55, you still have a chance at love. And if somebody that you're with is yearning and crying and screaming out, love me, I want to be romantic, I want to be intimate, it's about me, make life about me and I'll make life about you, you have to stop and wake up and smell the coffee. But if you're that person that says, you know what, I don't even care. I'm fine the way I am. I'm good with my work, with my money. I don't need no intimacy. Um, I'm just good with grabbing mine at the end of the night and going to bed. That's all. I'm good with that. Then you know what? You need to let that person you're with go. You need to let them go. You need to man up or woman up and say, you know what? I'm not into what you're into and I never will be, but I need to let you go because that's the right thing to do and stop being selfish. Because it's not fair. It's not fair. And using the excuse as to, well, I was never loved like that. Well, I grew up like this. Well, they never showed me that is a lame excuse. Lame, lame excuse. It is so bad when you can go through life with somebody asking for love a certain way and you just can't do it. I think the beautifulest thing as you get older and your kids get older um, that real love is intimacy. It's not sex. It's not about the dick and the vagina. It's intimacy. It's holding hands together, walking the park together, sitting in bed, maybe you in between his legs or him caressing each other, him playing with your hair, or you rubbing on his head, rubbing his neck, watching a movie together, um, being like two kids that just met all in love. You know, it's interesting how when we first meet, you know, we're all in love. We want to be sitting on each other's face practically all over each other, caressing each other. Don't matter where we're at. Every moment of the day, we want to be with each other. We want to be on the phone talking till late, late, late at night. If they're in prison, you have a hundred freaking prison calls because you just want to be on that phone, listening to that person's voice 24-7. You want to be next to that person 24-7. You just love, love, love that person and they love you the same way back. That's being in love. That is beautiful. But what happens? You get older. You get older. You've been married for so long. The kids got in the way, figure of speech, because Now priorities are the kids. It's no longer you two because you have to take care of the kids, cook for the kids, sports with the kids, you know, schools, uh, so much going on with the kids. And then you end up with, you know, work and work gets in the way. And next thing you know, you forget about each other. You really do. You forget about how it was if you really in the beginning met and loved each other. If you just got together because you had no choice, then obviously there was no love from the beginning. And you have to search for that love if it's there. But if not, you sit there wondering and figuring out what is love. Where did I go wrong? You know, and and I got to be honest, the first person you marry is not always the first person you have to stay with. There are times that you marry someone because you're young and you thought a certain way. 
And as you get older, things change. People change. Um, some people don't change. Um, some people mature. Some people immature. Um, so there's so many different aspects and you have to move on with life because that's not the partner you're meant to be with. You know, a lot of times I remember hearing, wait till you get a certain age and God provides that man or that woman for you. Well, how do you even know if that man or woman is for you? You know, that that's another thing also. What if, what if they're not? How do you know? And that's another thing, you know, you don't know. You don't know. And it's sad that um, life can go on and life happens and you miss it. You know, and and not everybody is going to love you the same way that you originally were loved, you know. And so, like I continue to say, as you get older, life changes, stuff changes, and stuff happens, you know. And it's unfortunate that if someone loves you and you don't love them back, and it, it is smart enough to at least let them go, that you just let them move on. You know, um, there's t- things in life that uh, it's just better that way. You know, there's some women out there that like to be loved differently. There's some women out there that like to be loved um you know, a certain way from a distance, you know, they don't like to call blowing you up. They just prefer to love you, you know, uh, with more distance and you prefer that. And then that's probably the woman for you. But I got to say that as I've gotten older, me personally, my love is different. Um, I've changed a lot compared to how I used to be and what I saw when I grew up. Um, I made a lot of mistakes along the way. And I'm glad that I did because they've built me stronger to understand things that I didn't understand at the time. And I want to be loved. I'm the girl that wants to hang out in bed and let's chill and watch a movie. You know, Um, I'm the girl that uh, wants to go for a walk, but I want you to hold my hand. I'm the girl that I want you to open up the door for me. When we go into a restaurant, I want you to open up the car door for me Um, when we're going in the car anytime. I think those old school ways are really cool. I think they do show a generous, sincere love. Um, Life doesn't have to be so fast. Life doesn't have to be on the go. You know, I think love for me is drawing back and just breathing for a minute, you know, spending time together, laughing not talking about money, not talking about bills, finances, work. Let's talk about us. Love for me is communication. Communication is a big, 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 big one for love for me. Um, and if there's no communication or it's just on my part and not the other party, then that's a dry marriage. And I'm sorry, but uh, I need to jump ship because... Communication is key. And if you're one that communicates a lot and the other person doesn't want to, don't stay in that marriage. Don't stay in that marriage and make yourself unhappy because they will do everything that they can to make themselves happy. They will be moving on with life. They go about their day. You're not on their mind. They're happy because they're working, they're making money, and that's their happiness. Meanwhile, you're just sad and depressed because they just 
don't want to love you the way you want to be loved. They don't want to communicate with you the way you want to be communicated to. They don't want to text you and think of you the way you think of them. Um, hello. I think any man would die for a woman to think of him and love him unconditionally. You know, it's unfortunate when you get a response back that says you're bugging me. Oh, wait, no. The worst text is when you get a text back that says, please stop. <laughs> please stop. That one's a good one. You're texting someone you love them. You miss them. You're thinking of them. How come they're not messaging you? How come they're not calling you? How come they're not responding? And the response you get is, please stop. That's sad. I'm sorry. But if you have a woman that's taking care of you, you were shit before she met you. You didn't have anything. You were renting. You drove an old car and you had a shit job that paid you seven, eight hundred bucks a week. Um, I think you should appreciate the woman that you you have that opened up doors to build your credit that opened up doors for you to have a business, that opened up doors for you to dress better, that opened up doors for you to have better things. But maybe that better is not what you want. Maybe that life that you had, that laid back, not really having much, not going places, not knowing any vacation lavish spots, maybe that is okay to have that life. Maybe you're that type of person because it's in your blood. Um... Nobody else in your family goes anywhere. Nobody else in your family does anything. Nobody else in your family even gets together to have a barbecue. And maybe that's just how you are and that's how you're going to be and you're okay with that. Then I come back to the same thing. If that is you, then you need to tell the person that is bothering you that you're married or dating, let them go. Tell them, I need to let you go because all I am doing is damaging and hurting you because you want a life that I don't want. You want love that I can't give you because I'm not willing to change. Because it's, it's very hurtful for a woman that is with somebody because they love them so, so much. They're willing to drop their life for them. They're willing to do everything and anything for them. Everything and anything. And you don't want to love them back. And you just want to string them along. Because maybe, just maybe, maybe you don't want nobody else to have them. That's not fair. That's not fair. Love is sincere. And like I said, not everybody's for everybody because everybody loves a different way. And if you love a certain way, you need to find that same love because it is out there. It is out there. There's good men. There's good women. Uh, maybe they've already been through the ringer. Maybe they've already been married. Maybe they already have baggage, you know, because they have kids and they have debt and they have bills. You know, you just got to find the right match for you. I personally, as I hit 40, January 15th was my birthday. I hit 40. Um, you hit milestones. And mentally, you see life through different eyes. I don't know how somebody can hit milestones 40 45 50 60 um and still mentally have the same mind that they had when they were 20 21 um that's very immature to me and if you are that person that thinks like that i'm sorry but you have very little worth to a person like me because you're mentally immature and life moves on and people grow up 
And it's time to grow up and put your big man pants on or big woman pants on. You cannot be 30 thinking like you were when you were 20. You cannot be 40 thinking like you were when you were 30. And you cannot be 50 thinking like you were when you were 40. It's impossible. Your mind is supposed to develop. It's supposed to mature. So you're supposed to grow and think differently. And if you haven't changed your frame of thought and you're still thinking the same and you don't love people the way they want to be loved and it, you feel like they're nagging and all they do is complain, it, it's, it's burdening on you, you need to grow up. It's time to grow up. Life is full of many surprises and many beautiful things. Life is supposed to be beautiful. Even though Adam and Eve bit the apple and ruined it for all of us, that doesn't mean just because we have to work now with the sweat of our forehead and physically go through labor pains because they ruin things, it doesn't mean life doesn't have to be good. Life is still beautiful. There's so many beautiful things, no matter the age that you are, that is beautiful out there. If you're not getting the love that you need the way you want it and you can't get out of that relationship, then stay in that relationship. But start focusing on yourself. Focus on yourself and the love that you have for yourself. It is important. If it's going to the gym, it's, if it's finding time with family or friends, if it's finding time with your children to go to the park and throw a ball, if it's getting on an airplane and just leaving to be with somebody that maybe you need to get back in touch with or old friends, do it. It is very important as we live a short life that tomorrow is not promised Tomorrow's not promised. There's nothing guaranteeing that we're going to wake up tomorrow or we're even going to wake up healthy. So if you're in a relationship and you can't leave, you need to find your happiness in that relationship. And if it's without that person by your side, it doesn't matter. You need to find your happiness because nobody else is going to make you happy for you. And if you find that happiness, don't allow anyone to take it. Remember that the joy that God gives you, nobody can take it away. That's natural and sincere joy. Remember that love is within. You have to love yourself first before anybody else can love you. You have to respect yourself first before anybody else can respect you. And if you're doing those things and this person still doesn't, doesn't matter. Keep looking past that. Move on mentally. Move on physically. Find things to keep you happy. I know a lot of times if you're married physically, it's hard to go into a divorce, especially when there's children and um, community property involved. It's not just easy to snap your fingers and say, hey, I want a divorce. But there's a lot of unhappy people out there. I've talked to multiple people, men and women, and it is very interesting how much we all have in common with our stories. There's a lot of people that are unhappy out there. They're either unhappy because they're not getting the love and attention they need or they're unhappy because they're getting too much love and attention that they don't want. They want more of their space. Um, So everybody is fighting a battle. Every day, people are fighting a battle. There's some people that want to be loved out there and they went through a divorce and they can't find love yet. So as I continue in this podcast series today about love, love is different to everybody. But you need to find what your love is. But when I sit here and I talk about love and I sit here and I even research, you know, what is love? 
you know, even the definition of love, there's a definition of what love is in the Bible. Um, but, but love is, is driven by commitment. Love wants immediate gratification. Love cares mostly about self-satisfaction. Um, love creates, um, you know, continuous emotion, but love is patient. Love is kind. Love gives. Love cares. Love doesn't boast. You know, love is putting the other person before you. And so with that being said, you know, I hope you guys all analyze yourselves, look in the mirror and say, hey, what type of love do I want? What type of love do I need? I'm tired of nagging and complaining. You know, I'm tired of looking in other places when I can have love right here where I'm at. Where at? Where is that love? So until next time, I love and appreciate you guys. And remember, real love is there. It is within first. God bless you. Bye.